You're listening to the Get Lucky Outdoors podcast, where Hogan, Dylan, and Steven take you on their outdoor adventures. We're talking hunting, fishing, and everything outdoors. This podcast is brought to you by Hunter's Blend Coffee. Defending hunting one cup at a time. Yeah, we on. We live. I'm ready to try this coffee. It's probably cold now. Let's see. Try some Italian. With the Italian coffee? It's really strong. I can tell you for sure. It's really strong. Is it? Yeah. That's the same thing I'm drinking. It's like super grainy. I yeah. dumped some into mine, but I'd already had coffee in there, so I don't know the difference. I could taste a little bit. Oh, I could. It's a good strong. It's like grainy black it's good though not bad i'm drinking that out of my hunter's blend <laughs> moscow mule looking song. <laughs> well you get down you fiddle and you get down you bow <laughs> all right we're live guys what's up everybody me dylan hogan and steven are sitting around here in the the headquarters drinking some coffee it's late it's 12 a.m it's 12.08 a.m yeah it's definitely late why that means why after, is it late that means after midnight in case you didn't know so basically it's past our bedtimes it's definitely past my <laughs> bedtime it's way past our bedtimes <clears throat> but we wanted to get this in and some people didn't want to do it in the morning so we're doing it tonight. I'm trying to find our topics we're just going to talk about on here. Good call. It's all right, though. Good call on doing it tonight instead of the morning. Yeah, I feel I feel pretty good right now. I'm a little tired. I'm sheetrock all day. All right. You guys want to do these topics people said something about? Yeah, just go ahead and do the topics and the questions. Right. Did you see where Blacklisted Outdoors said the Get Lucky Outdoors Challenge? Yes, and I know what he's referring to. I didn't know what he was referring to. <clears throat> so elaborate. Me and Blacklisted Outdoors um, was in a personal um, comment section, if you will. He DM'd us DM. about a challenge that he thought would be cool for us to do. That's kind of well known and popular right now, and that's the um, the Barbie doll pole challenge. You basically, us three, will get a Barbie doll pole of your choice from Wally World, Walmart, and we go out with our lures of choice. Oh, a fishing pole. Yeah. A fishing pole. I was like, what is this he is talking a fi- about? See, I seen that too, and I was like, what? what's a Barbie pole challenge? This is, <laughs> this is a fish off. With a Barbie pole. I understand. I I get the whole thing now. So you buy a Barbie doll pole, and we like we three have our own ten dollar Barbie trip. But the question is, are we going big fish wins or most fish wins? Because I don't care a bit to do this challenge if that's well. Most fish is kind of lame. You gotta go wait. 
Because, I mean, I can put, like, wax worms on and just dog bluegills, like, one right after another. And what's the, uh, is it, is it? We gotta, we gotta do it like a bass tournament or something, like, <laughs> just straight bass on there. Take the I boat out. I don't know, we could either do quantity, the best, the easiest way that we could all actually do it is if, <laughs> is if you've done a quantity out there at Stars. I think we should go to the lake. You actually want to go to the lake? I think Cherokee, we should all be if on was all our boat. Yeah. With cameras on the lake and film us having a Barbie doll pole fish competition, off. a fish <laughs> off. Yeah, that's fine with me. If your line breaks, you're out, <laughs> and you have to you only use get one the, bait, and you have to, <laughs> and, and you have to use the line supplied with the rod and reel, which is probably oh, yeah, about you gotta one use and a half the, pound. You line. definitely have to do use have, the line. Yeah, they don't come with baits, though, do they? They might have like a small. I know a lot of those kitty reels, they kind of look like a rubber fish. <laughs> we'll just rubber. jam a hook through there and you oh, try to God. use the fish. You ain't going to catch anything. <laughs> no. But yeah, that was his challenge that he wanted us to do. Was no, that's awesome. I think that's a great challenge. idea. Yeah. That's um, hilarious. Is, is there a lot fun. of people doing that? Yeah, it's huge right now on YouTube. So that's why I think we should film it and get a Get Lucky Outdoors version of the Barbie Doll Challenge and kind of make it our own. Yeah, we'll come That'd up with that. That'd be hilarious, something. man. Whether the line different. break, disqualified, you disqualified. Suck, or, um, At the end of it, you gotta break the pole. Or are we just <laughs> gonna do um, like a certain species of fish, or is it gonna be like? Well, I mean, it's probably gonna come down to whoever catches something wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, while you all are smallmouth and largemouth fishing, I'll be over in a crappie hole. <laughs> I'll be catching them crappies, panfish holes. <laughs> That's cheap. That'll be fun though, man. I'm in. I would like to go to Cherokee because I know I can get a smallmouth on one of them for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, and snap the line. <laughs> well, I mean, what I'm saying is I know I can get some action <laughs> oh, at least. Well, yeah. the way that uh, we go about that, anyways, we're not really using that heavy line. Yeah, I mean, so I'm you might be able to back that drag way. off, you know, set the hook, back the drag, and just ride it. All right, that was that. That was. That's good, Blacklist Outdoors. We can't wait to try that challenge. Yep. We're definitely going to do that for Something you. will come of that. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. And we should take some, uh, <laughs> we should take the camera and take like real hardcore pictures. Yeah, just. Like shades, you know, like shades on. Oh, yeah. Hat be, pulled down low. Be dead serious. The video too. Or with like dip in or something. <laughs> <laughs> with the Barbie pole. Not even act like you got a Barbie pole the whole time. It's like, yeah, I'm running this dude's uh, really don't know what the brand is both but yeah we're just uh pitching flipping some treetops you know just working that jig <laughs> be super serious make fun of the dopes that use like 400 dollars fishing reels all right branson storm said what's the best way to eat deer mm, anyway i'll go ahead um and we most of all of us pretty much do it the same way, but I have a lot of ways that I enjoy eating deer meat. Um, Everybody say your favorite. I will say pan fried in a cast iron skillet with nothing on it but salt and pepper and get it to about a medium rare. Yours, Hogan? I would have said that, but the last time I made the inner loin, wrapped it in bacon, and, and baked it Sm I, I want to smoke it I haven't done that yet I, but I've done it in the oven and I'm telling you what it was it was awesome took it down there made it mine is definitely smoked 
smoked back strap is so good. I like it. I like it medium rare, like you said too. Yeah. I, I'd eat it more like that because it takes like three hours to smoke something. Second best for me would be too. smoked. That like where I smoked that whole back strap the other day. Mm-hmm. Did you get any of that one? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you brought me like a pound of it. I yeah. eat all of it too. My oh stomach my is hurting trying to hold it all. I just From kept... the second time when I did it right, when you turned out super good, right? Yeah. It was like, I, I eat this stuff like three hours old and like dried out and you could still squish it and like juice it around oh, of it. I, I it was it good. Cooked it the perfect amount yeah. of time. You did really good perfect on that smoke. one. Perfect smoke. That's that. But um, maybe he's talking, maybe he's talking about the, well, I would just say my tactic. If you want to eat a deer and it not tastes like crap, you got to kill it quick, gut it quick, clean it quick, get it on ice quick. And the hands down, the best thing that we have ever started doing is letting that meat set on ice in a cooler. <laughs> I can't believe we've not known that trick yeah. until now. Yeah. I'm mad. I'm mad at my parents for not teaching me that. We've had so many deer I, I, not well, reach their full potential and taste because you know how many nasty did. deer steaks I've eat that like taste <laughs> nasty, countless tons. Because oh, yeah. I'm like I'm eating this; it's still pretty good. It's right. getting eat, but man, if you want your deer meat to taste awesome, chop it out of the deer, throw it in a cooler with ice, and just like barely crack the drain plug, and let that sit in there for like two, three days. Make sure your ice stays in it. It really does have a lot to do with how oh you fix gosh. it. Oh my gosh! From, from the time you kill the deer until you eat it. Bottom yeah. line, <clears throat> we encourage quick kills. Get it on that ice quick. I don't care if it's a Walmart cooler, if it's a Yeti cooler, if it's a five-gallon bucket with a hole cut in the bottom of it for a drain plug. Get the meat on ice quick. Let it drain that bloodiness out of that meat yeah. for probably two or three days. Yeah. I have a Yeti cooler. Not saying that's the best. I got it at a cheap price. I kill my deer quick, try to get it on ice quick, and then I let it sit outside my garage on a decline with yeah. the drain plug so going down. Junk will run out of it. So as the deer meat melts that ice, that bloody water drains out of it. And it's just like a cleansing process for two or three yeah. days. It makes it awesome for sure. That's the best thing we've ever started doing yeah. when it comes to deer meat. 10 out of 10. It will change your deer eating experience. But the thing is, I mean, if you take like a steak from a cow, that thing ain't full of blood. You right. never get a steak from the store that's full of blood like everybody's deer meat is because people chop it out, throw it in a Ziploc, throw it in the freezer. Right. And then when they thaw it out in the refrigerator, it's like soaked in adrenaline-filled, nasty-tasting deer blood. Right. you got to drain that crap out, guys. Another way people do it is they hang them and slit their throat. Like, they actually do beef, you know? That's if another if way. we it's gotta be in cold a cold area, yeah. like if we're up in, like, the Wisconsin, Michigan, places like that, I would definitely let it hang outside for two or three yeah. days. You really can't do that here enough. unless it's, uh... Most of the time unless you get a cold, cold rut. But well, Kentucky's so off the wall. One day it's 60 and the next day it's 20, so you can't really yeah. depend on that. Here. I woke up a couple of days ago and I was like, man, it's feeling like turkey season. The next day it was like 13 degrees. Yeah. That was the biggest weather change I've ever seen in my oh, life. Yeah. It was My truck literally said it was 73 on my way home from work yes. one evening, and the next morning I woke up and it was 12. Yes, that's Kentucky weather up there, man. It's insane. 
I, that's the day I'm talking about. Yeah. That morning, I walked outside with the coat on, and I was like, I don't even need this. I was like, this feels awesome yeah. out here, man. It's time to start fishing. And uh, the next day, I woke up and opened the door, and I think I could see my breath inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. I, I felt the big difference in the house. All right. Everybody done with that? Yeah. Thanks, Branson. Let's go. <laughs> I posted on Facebook and said... Uh, I can't remember the post, but I said, like, do you have a topic for us for this podcast? And James Hall said, kayak turkey hunting. <laughs> kayak turkey hunting. That's all he said was just kayak turkey hunting. <laughs> Is uh, it illegal to shoot a bird? I'm pretty sure, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can't shoot guns on a body of water unless somebody's mugging you. You, you can small know. game hunt in Kentucky off of a kayak. I don't know. Can you turkey hunt? Oh no! I just heard just about discharge a gun. I would have to look this up again, but I'm pretty sure I read just back at the beginning of this season that you can shoot squirrels off of a kayak. Well, that'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious. You're flying down the river. There's a squirrel. Just yeah. I mean, they would never expect. We should look into that again. But I'm just about (laughs) positive that it is. I don't, I don't know. Don't go do it. Yeah. Run don't go buddy. do it until you look, at, look it up. Call your local uh, warden. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the... It's on the page. It's on the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife page. Yeah. I was... I only thought... The only thing I remember is somebody told me once you can't discharge a gun off of a boat. I don't even know if that's true or not. But either way. Yeah, it would be funny to call in a turkey off of a kayak. I feel like they would see you, though. Because you're just, like, right out in the open. I don't know. Maybe if you, like, backed under some bushes. There's a a video on YouTube or something right now, or I was watching it on uh, TV, maybe, and there's a guy that kills a deer off of a kayak, but he kills it with a bow. Yeah, crossbow. Was it a crossbow? Yeah. No, you can't do it. To answer the question, you can't do it out of a kayak. It has to be a canoe with no seats in it and you lay completely down in the canoe and right up to the top of the canoe you cut a small hole big enough to stick a barrel through so you're saying going prone in the canoe that's correct you'd have to like cover the whole thing in grass too yeah. so it looked like a big like log floating out there I don't know that was that'd be pretty question. funny it'd be funny though <coughs> excuse me Cody Robinson said, tracking deer after the shot. I let one get away this year. Hit her too far back with a bow. Man. If you deer hunt, we have all made mistakes in this area. That happened to me this year. And I've killed a bunch of deer with my bow. And I'm a pretty good shot with my bow. And that still happened to me. Uh, That happens all the time. To everybody. I'd say a lot of people on TV don't show it. Here's what I'll say about that question. If you release the arrow, you shoot the deer, and you are confident that you feel like it was a bad shot or you hit the deer farther back than what you had planned, I would sit in my tree for 20 or 30 minutes. You know, you don't have to sit up there for three hours, and then I would go down and look where the shot impacted the deer and then see if I can retrieve my arrow and then check out the blood if there's any and then the arrow and then make a decision from there. But if I even had a thought that I hit the deer far back, 
I would probably back out at least several hours. Now, when I was younger, I would probably make the mistake to try to just go running around after the deer, and that's stupid. You'll just keep pushing it. You'll just keep pushing the deer, especially if it's a mature deer. It's probably going to just keep pushing, 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 and you'll probably never find it. Um, but, you know, in some instances, like, it happened with a doe that Dylan shot this year. I mean, it's pouring the rain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it's pouring the rain, you have to track that deer immediately. We learned that this year. I'm pretty sure that deer died within like 50 to 100 yards of us, and we couldn't find it. The grass in that field hadn't been mowed off in like two years. There was no way to find that. Yeah, deer. but let's ba- let's bounce two weeks ahead of when you did kill the doe. It was raining again. Yeah, same tree stand, same spot. I shot that doe. And the only reason I found that one, I got down immediately, and it was raining. And I found a little bit of blood on the bottom of my arrow veins. Everything else was already washed clean. Yeah. I mean, perfect, just perfect heart shot. Smoker shot. And that thing ran about 40 yards, 50 yards into the woods. Yeah. And I just seen her white belly walk up there and grabbed her. So that's a situational question. It depends on the circumstance, but typically... I guess we all agree, get down, check out the blood, and make a decision from there. If you're not sure, back out. If you are sure, grab your buddies and a few flashlights and go get it. (laughs) I'll tell you, tracking tip is the best tracking tip I learned this year is take little saplings and stuff and push them over and look at the undersides of the leaves. Yep. A small tip, too, that we've actually... Well, I'm sure a lot of people know about it, but in our area, granddaddy long legs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you lose Seriously. your blood, if you lose your blood and you're, you're kind of at a standstill, and just look for a granddaddy long leg and look under them. They'll usually find the blood for you. And uh, Did you all see that dog, That guy I was talking to that had the dog? Yeah, Woodrow? I, read, I read every single bit of that. I yeah. thought that was crazy. Dude, I wish I had a dog that could do that. What's it? What's his name? We need to shout him out. I don't remember. I remember seeing that. Is it Wood? He said. Is it he... Woodrow? Woodrow. That was the name of the dog. One hundred percent. I don't know. It is. Yes. Woodrow's deers. That's it, then it's Woodrow's deers on Instagram. Okay. That's yeah, his handle. But he don't have that dog anymore. Yeah, the dog died. Yeah. But it's Woodrow's deers, and dude, that thing was an animal. What it was, 150 tracks or something other that he recovered deer. Yeah, yeah, crazy little mutt dog that this guy had. He's all shaggy. He looks like a snickerdoodle or something, (laughs) (laughs) and he could hammer. That was awesome though. Yeah, if y'all get the chance, look that up on Instagram. It's super cool. You sure it's Woodrow? I'm almost 100% sure. I mean, don't quote me on that. I feel like it's not Woodrow. I think so. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I feel sure. bad if it's not Woodrow because people's going to, if somebody tries to look it up, they can't find him. I'm Anyways. pretty confident that it is, though. There's a couple words on deer tracking. Last thing that somebody actually requested us Smallies. Where and when to fish for Smallies. I'll let, I'll let you cover Cherokee. Me? Yeah. <laughs> well, for real, where if it is when? me, huh? where and when? 
Where and when? You cover Cherokee. <laughs> I'll cover Del Hollow. We'll all cover the river. I'll just tell you my small mouthing for a year what my game plan is. First thing is I'm not even going to fish for a small mouth until April or May. April or May, I'm going to go to Cherokee Lake and I'm going to use a Kitek 2.8 fat swing impact in the color of smallmouth magic. I'm going to use a spinner reel with a light rod and a 1.8 jig head. I think the hook's a 2 watt. I can't remember exactly. And throw that baby out there on them rocky points. Let it sink. Pick it up off the bottom and get ready. And where's Cherokee Lake at? Cherokee Lake, Tennessee. Tennessee. That is what I'm going to do. And then after after that, I won't, I won't even fish for smallmouth. The only place that I'm going to catch a smallmouth at after that is the river. Del Hollow, half the lakes in Kentucky, half the lakes in Tennessee. <clears throat> this Our uncle used to fish bass tournaments all the time, and he kind of showed us the tricks of the trade on a few of these lakes. But Del Hollow, June, about the middle of June, you go to Del Hollow and you just fish these big deep walls and some walls will be you know 60 even 70 feet deep they're just huge they're so deep but centipedes like a cinnamon centipede a pumpkin centipede and you'll just wear them out in the middle of june if everything's right those are pretty much the only two lakes we would ever go smallmouth fishing besides the river just because we know those lakes and we know we're going to catch a lot of fish on both of those lakes yeah, I'm not one of, I love fishing, man. I love catching fish, but exactly what I just said there. I like to catch fish. I do not like <laughs> to go all year long. Like right now, it's February. If I'm going to a place to just cast, I will have a fly rod in my hand, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be wading a creek or a river because yeah. it's a blast regardless whether you're catching anything or not. We've uh, already learned that. Yeah, dude, there's some dudes that know... I mean, they, they go to Laurel Lake right now, and they're busting huge, gigantic, like six, seven-pound smallmouth. I don't know how to do it, and I'm not going to take the time to learn how to do it. Yeah. I know how to catch them at Cherokee. I do that once a year. I burn their hide up, and if I want to catch some more, I go fish them at the river and catch them because they always bite at the river. That's the way I fish. You got anything for smallies? No, you know all that I know. You know more than I know. <laughs> I, I know. can catch them at Cherokee. I have I have complete confidence at Cherokee Lake, man. I know exactly where to go, exactly how deep to fish. I know the saddles, the points. I just know it because I've been doing that since I was like. I haven't been near as much as you guys on the fishing. The only thing that I have to add about smallmouth fishing is I cannot wait to go. And can't wait to let you all tag along with us and show you some tips on how to burn them up. Oh, I, I, I've about told them everything they need to know for Cherokee Lake. I'm telling you. You'll see how I'm doing it. It ain't hard. It ain't hard at all. It's awesome. That's the best fishing. Like, why would I spend all year struggling to catch one fish a day when I can go to Cherokee all through April? April and catch more fish than you now could, yeah. Them coolers full of them yeah see if i can't i'm i'm spoiled is what it is if yeah. i can't do that i ain't doing <laughs> it period is. Um, Man, i like the process of it and all but 
yeah. it's expensive go to Cherokee Lake just to get down there's a bunch of money to haul a boat or to go to any lake around here like people call me want me to go with them like, hey you wanna go to Lake Chickamauga and see if we can catch any no I don't wanna go I wanna go where I know I can go catch some fish at. Right. <laughs> that's the way I like fish i don't it's, like going around testing it's stuff. different yeah it's hard to just go in somewhere you don't know what you're doing and i mean just, if, i'll pond fish all fun. year i mean somebody's got to go out there and just try to ever figure anything out yeah. somebody figured it out before you yeah know? well here's the thing though too we have a small lake five minutes from our house and if we're going to invest a lot of money and going out of town to fish we're going to go when we know we're going to yeah kill exactly the, kill the fish and if we just have a few hours on evening we just want to go have fun maybe catch a big fish since the woods creek lake that i'm referring to five minutes from our house it holds some big fish but you might not catch that many fish yeah. but it's still it's fun. actually where the state record the state, state record state in record kentucky was came from like literally five miles from our house it was like what 13 13 and a half or blah, something blah, blah, i don't know yeah. crazy monster crazy but, but yeah it's a if, tough like too uh-huh you've probably like, a yeah. lot, lots of times you won't catch anything i've been on that lake i've been skunked on that lake more than anywhere probably no laurel every time i've ever been to laurel i've got skunked every time i hate laurel lake like I the, hate that. the best luck i've ever had at our local lake at, at woods creek two years ago the heat of august it was so hot so we and, got one. And me and Hogan went down there and we fished the second fishing tournament that I've ever fished and we got basic we got lucky. Yeah. yeah. First place. <laughs> we got lucky. We got on a hot spot and We, we won got, the tournament in the first fifteen minutes of fishing. And didn't catch anything there. And that was time. with right. me having that other big one get off. Oh yeah, because I had it yeah. right to the boat. It was like another three or four pounder. Yeah, we had we had it smoked. You didn't catch the first anything 15 else. Or Twenty minutes. No, After we, that spot. I think we caught we one more fish the whole rest of the night, and it was not a keeper. It was way too small. Yeah, yeah. That lake is like Kentucky, man. It is just like Kentucky weather. Right. Off and the, on, those off stupid and swim on. jigs with the big curly yeah. thing. You can go down there and catch fifty, <laughs> twelve inch long little yeah, 12 to 13 bank runners everything under a... you can catch them till you're sick of catching them mm -hmm. the time me and hogan went I, I didn't i didn't even want to tell people would ask us how much we caught like when we got back to the dock i didn't even want to tell them because no, i didn't think they'd believe me the guy probably just... about 50 all of them was 14 inches right under the keeper limit yeah, that sounds like you're lying. i was just fishing yeah, it with sounds like crap a kvd swim jig but just a little cheap grub on the back of it that the tail just Chartreuse has a grub. ton of action just spins. You can go down there and just catch countless fish, but you're not going to catch a big None fish. None of them are big. Size fish. The I'm only big like fish that. I've ever caught out of Woods Creek has been on a jig. Jigs. Jigs yeah. are my Period. favorite. Period. I like to keep everything I do it's super simple because I do a lot of stuff. And I keep it all super simple. Like my tackle box has got watermelon candy jigs in it, um, green pumpkin chunks for the jigs, one with action, one without, for when it's cold or hot, you know. And those Kitek swim baits. But the only thing that That's we it. do is finesse fish. 
we don't do any power fishing. No. We, we, I, I don't mean, even own a spinnerbait or a crankbait. Like, I mean, you got buzzbaits, spinnerbaits, crankbaits, and a lot of those big tournament fishers, even Kevin Van Dam, most of the time, he's a power fisher. Jerk and baits just, and crankbaits. He's flying down the bank, trailer motor wide open, and he's just boom, boom, boom. And I get it, because in a tournament, you got to cover a lot of ground. I guess voice cracks me up. There. Yeah, it's funny. I like throwing crankbaits. <laughs> Have you ever heard him talk? No, I don't think so. He sounds weird. I guess got sunglasses. But yeah, that's smile. That's what I think about fishing, man. I like it super simple. Rick taught me that actually. He said, "Simplify you fishing." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, it's, "It's true, man." You do not need to go to the lake changing your jig every ten minutes because you're afraid you're using to the wrong me, color. That, that applies spinning your wheels. to hunting too. Yeah. And all the circumstances for me, to simplify it, nothing fancy, do it old school. Yeah, grab, yeah, yeah. Grab your tree stand, go out there in a spot you you've can make never it. been to. It, you might wear sent away. You might forget in the truck. Who cares? Climb the tree. There's a big rub and a scrape there. And maybe he walks through more times than not. He probably will yeah. if that's the first time you've ever been there. And that's, mm -hmm. You can make it as simple or as complicated as you want to yeah. the way that things are now. I've, I've old enough now that I've already seen all, everything's like that. Fishing, squirrel hunting. You can freak yourself out on squirrel hunting if you want to. Or the uh, kind of bullets you're running through your 22. Yeah. It's got the wrong velocity. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can't do that stuff, man. You just got to grab the grab the cheapest pack of bullets off the Walmart shelf that'll cycle through your twenty two and go shoot squirrels. It's don't, just like deer complicated. Yeah. You got a range finder dangling off your chest. You got two grunt calls over here on a swivel, slam it against the tree. You got your antlers over yeah, here don't that drop. Yeah, forget Big buck comes out. You got your scent crusher ozone generator above you. You got your Tacticam on your bow. You got to remember on. to turn it on. I mean, don't forget the GoPro. You, you got to turn the GoPro on. With a bow in your hand. I'm yeah. I'm it. simple. I'm going simple from here on with my deer hunting. Yeah. You climb it with a bow in your hand and maybe a Gatorade to sip on while you're in there. Yeah. And a Reese <laughs> cup for if you get hungry. Yeah, Have fun. Can of raviolis. Don't freak yourself out on everything. Some spam if you get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? <Slimy. laughs> Ripping that can of spam open up the tree stand. Forking it right out of there. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so easy to watch all of the hunt videos and just get... You feel like if you're not doing what the pros are doing, yeah. it's wrong. It's not. And it's not. Like, old school is the new school for us, and that's exactly yeah. what we're going to do from this point going forward. We're having fun. Keep it simple, stupid. You're going to see a lot of blood, a lot of fish, a lot of kills, and then this year is going to be a lot of fun. Because first good buck that walks in, he yeah. is toast. Period. Yep. That's the way, I mean, that's... I hope he's I'm, at, I'm at a good point right now. <laughs> Keep it simple. Yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah. Enjoy it. I hope the deer that I shoot's five and a half years old. He might be two and a half. <laughs> yeah, if he ain't, if he ain't, I'll give you my address. You come down here and fight me. <laughs> you don't like it. 
for filling the freezers again this year. I'm out. I'm out to have fun, man. I, I've it's the past like three seasons have been so hard because I've been doing so much stuff. I ain't even been able to enjoy them hardly. Plus, trying to kill big ones, you know. Well, see, that's the thing with me. Like the past, like three or four years, I've just been so focused on trying to kill a big deer or a certain deer. When you start running all those trail cameras and you get a deer that you just really want to kill, it'll drive you insane. Because you go to the the same stupid stand, every single sit, the same scenery. And you already blew him out of there. The deer's smelling that you've already (laughs) been in there 38 times that season trying to kill him. Yeah, you done blew him out of the country. Well, out of that holler at least or wherever. The neighbors seeing him on their trail cameras and their corn pile if it's legal or you hunt. Yep. I plan on showing people this year that it's easier than they think. Hunting or fishing, any of that stuff. Yep. Like you watch those fishing tournaments, it's the same way. Any any outdoor thing ever is like that. All of it. Those crazy depth finders, all that junk they use. It works if you can take a class on how to use it. It's like a right. computer. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think, anyway, where we hunt, deer hunt I'm referring to, is, and I, I mean, we've used scent away in different scent products and, you know, hope that they drowned out the scent and even tried to hunt the wind sometimes. And I believe in hunting the wind. If you can set up to where the wind is in your advantage, I think you're much better off, but this year i'm not even going to go that far with it i'm going to try to position myself where the wind's decent i'm just going to go in there and hunt because i'm doing fishing hunting anything outdoors it all boils down to one thing period being in the right place at the right time oh yeah that's Mm -hmm. all that it is Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's easier to be at the right place at the right time i feel like Like a rut or Cherokee Lake in April. Oh yeah, there's things that'll put it in your yeah. favor. There's things you can learn and know. Uh, for one thing, I mean, if you're good at picking out, like, or if you're good at scouting, you go in. What I'm gonna do this year, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna scout. I'm gonna say, there's a buck in this spot right here. I'm gonna find out what he is. I'm gonna hang my, or I'm gonna use that saddle. I'm gonna climb up a tree with that saddle, where I think my wind won't be blowing on him. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hunt him that evening. I'm going to go back and I'm going to hunt him the next morning. And if I don't see him, I ain't going back. I'll go scout me some new sign. Or I might hunt the same sign on the other side of it or on a different trail, something like that. I'm not sitting in the same tree. (laughs) I like like the idea of that mostly just because you don't know what's in there. It's always going to be unknown. Yeah. Yeah, you, you hear you hear something walking, you're like, "Oh boy, it's like Christmas morning, man." Yeah. You don't know what's coming. Hunting over a corn pile with a camera, you kind of know what's gonna come in there. Yep, you know what you're gonna see. But I'm setting up them two corn feeders out there on the back porch. I can tell you that. Yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. I'm the definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they will be trail camera pictures. Yeah, I'm setting. I'll set up cameras like I always do. I mean, and if I do get a up. huge deer on a camera, I'm gonna try to hunt him, but I might not hunt him where I got the picture at. 
Yeah. I'm might try to strategically find where that baby's bedding, and I'm pushing right in on top of him, hopefully to set up 150 yards from where his hole's at. Right before dark, he's waking up and walking his way up there, and if I bust him out there, I'll go find another one. Yeah. And that's probably the best thing to do if you do bust him. Man, I'm just... I've done it so many. Give up. Give up. There's more deer in the woods. Yeah. I've done it so many times. On the other side of the farm. Or you could sit there in that same tree stand the rest of the year and never see him. Yeah. And in some circumstances, he might, but I'd say very few. Depends on how big he is, too. That's why I'm pumped to have that saddle sitting over there, man. I'm so excited to get up in the tree of that thing. I ain't no, I, there's no telling how many different spots I'm going to hunt this year. It's going to be crazy because I'm going to hunt over there at Stars. If I get the opportunity, I'll go in there with them steps and that thing, and I'll just find some random tree on a good trail, hit it once, and never go back if I don't like it. I'm going to be hopping all over the place. They ain't going to be able to figure me out. That's the thing. I think about that. Like you said, the deer knows you're in there. You're just playing a game of chess. It's you all know? it is. It's like a board game. And if you're popping all over that place, you're he's, something's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You're going to mess him up. Something. something. He's going to, like like we've always done up there, man. We hunt the same tree stand over and over and over and over. Oh, yeah. And I think it kills you. Here's, and, the, here's and, the thing. And, and by, <clears throat> by me hunting a spot and not seeing the deer that, I thought that I would see when I say moving I don't necessarily mean that I'm going to move my tree stand to the whole other side of the farm or the whole other side of the ridge if I'm hunting public land I might only move that stand 150 yards yeah to where you think he's at and then ambush and then ambush from there and as I'm getting keep getting closer and closer and closer and sooner or later it's going to come to a head and either you're going to win or he's going to win uh, yeah. I like the chances you'll, of 50-50 you'll either yeah, push yeah. him off or I think every time you move, if if you do bust him, if you move again, you have another. Yeah, you he, have another he don't know what happens. If that deer smells you in a certain spot and you know that they can smell just phenomenally, they're going to remember that spot. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be weird about that one spot. If you move 200 yards down, he don't walk He's going to be on his way to eat. He's like, that weird spot's up ahead. Whap! We get stuck with the arrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? He got me. That's what it's going to be about this year. Element of surprise. I think I think that that could be really effective because of what happened with the deer that Ronnie killed this year up on the farm. Yep. Oh, I know that thing was a ghost, man. Yeah, but a ghost genius. Where he deer. killed it at? Okay, you you jump him up, you put a camera on his bed. He comes back the next Let's day. Let's get backstory so they actually know. Me and Steven was scouting super early, like in September, walking down a trail. I started up into the woods a little bit. Steven stayed on like our four-wheeler path, which is like an old log road. A buck jumps up right next to Steven. He let the, this deer let us walk up onto him within like two yards. He explodes out of there, blasts up a, up a ridge, you know, up and away. Steven's like, oh, there's a big deer, you know, and he's holding up his hands. And I seen him, but I didn't really see him good like Steven did. Steven said it was a big one. Well, we look into the thick of the stuff that he jumped out of, and you could see a bedding area to where he had had the uh, grass absolutely smashed flat in like a five-foot radius. It looked like he set a 
truck hood there and put weights on it. It was just a huge bed. And we, he watched him jump right out of it from like yeah. me to you. Yeah. You know? And I was like, I said, I told Steven, I was like, we can learn something here. I said, let's get a trail camera and we'll put it up high so he can't see it, you know, because it's literally in his bed. Yeah. We're going to face it straight into his bed and see what he does. Deer comes back the next morning, yeah. the very next morning in daylight, sticks his head inside of that bed and yeah. didn't come back for two weeks. Right. Come back one time. Didn't come back at. It may not have well, come yeah, back at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, he may not. We pulled the camera after two Might weeks, have never come back. I don't know. There was one day of picture in and out and gone. Yeah. Never come back there again. One time, stuck his head inside of the bed, smelt us, and never came back the, the two weeks that the camera was there. And I'm pretty sure that that deer came back one time and one time only, and that was the day after we stuck the camera there. But there was some does and another buck that I think used that bed that same bed oh really yeah there was a pretty decent eight well, point there's a trail up. there yeah yeah they might not have been trail. using his bed they may have just been hitting that trail yeah they right. could have just been coming through there he definitely paused at that bed and then he was oh just the bed he jumped out oh, yeah. of that bed for 100 percent sure and he stuck his head in that bed the next morning and did not come back for two weeks yeah but the thing but this is this is going back to what Steven said, moving a little bit, because Ronnie shot that deer, even though he didn't come back to that exact spot. Ronnie shot the deer just over in the next holler. Literally, you go up a hill, down a How hill. How many yards? There he was. I mean, 150, 200? Maybe yeah, three. Way, maybe 300 yards 300 away. 300 pushing it. I'd say, yeah. I'd say two to 300. Yeah. Yards in my away, opinion. So he was there the whole time, but he never came back to that spot. Yeah. That deer had more than one bed. Period. Oh, you know that. And, and if he didn't, he made a new bed. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he moved very far from that spot. Probably not. A hundred yards, hundred fifty yards, maybe in some thicker stuff that he hasn't ever, you know, had much pressure on him. I honestly but, think that it's possible that I jumped that deer halfway in between where you guys jumped him and where Ronnie killed the deer. I think I jumped that deer about up on the ridge. 150 yards up on the ridge on Hickory Ridge. That deer just didn't, you know, he, he's smart, man. <coughs> he did not care. Even though we blew him out of there, he didn't leave. He didn't leave the country. He no. didn't come back to that spot when that camera was there. But I'm pretty sure I seen him too up on top of the ridge when I was driving my four-wheeler up to Hickory Ridge. And that's what I'm talking about if you get busted in a stand. Yeah, that deer's you, gonna be weird about that spot, but okay. that don't mean move that don't move that stand 150 yards. Let me tell you what a person would have done. Let me tell you what some what most hunters would have done right there. They've been like, we've seen a big buck we right here in this spot. Camera. We're gonna give him some time, and we're gonna put a stand up. Yeah, you would have been wasted. We're gonna give him a couple days and hang a stand. Oh yeah, you done missed your chance because he oh, done yeah. came and went when you could have killed if him. If you would have hung a stand right then and hunted the next yeah. morning, that would have been. If your me and Stephen would have went back, got a stand, hung it up, we'd have shot that thing the next morning i didn't know they did that though and that's the game plan from this point going forward if we yeah, jump we're gonna a decent try that. buck or see one that evening the next morning we're gonna be sitting there in a stand and if we we don't see him we're probably never gonna go back there and not ever again yeah but like i said most people would do exactly what i said they'd oh, be yeah, like they oh would. we need to we need to back out you just give him a time. few days and hang a stand yeah. he's definitely gonna you would have back wasted your time because he didn't come there for 14 days you would have wasted your time and possibly longer yeah who knows, I mean, like, who knows like, if he came back yeah he might not ever get that trail sure again he did not come back 
for at least two well, there weeks. wasn't no trail camera data that I remember showing that he come back besides no. that day after but you we're know talking what? a five we and a half any plus more trail, we didn't have any more trail cameras close to that but we had them on pretty far out away from that in different spots on the farm and we never got that deer on any other cameras either no. so he obviously wasn't traveling very far he ran that whole ridge over there and he never went back to the spot we jumped him out of mm-hmm. is what's crazy even though he stayed in that whole area he never went in front of that camera well i think that since we basically had cameras on every single point kind of throughout the season and we didn't run as many cameras as we typically do in a season but we still consistently ran cameras at random points but never really around that area mm-hmm. and we didn't get that deer on any other camera around the outskirts of the farm which tells me he stayed in a very small area i know he stayed on hickory ridge and, and, that area and with the same thing the deer that you shot that we didn't recover we had never seen that deer before now he that was kind of during the heat of the rut a little bit and he could have come from a different farm or he had a really small area right. that he felt yeah. And we, had, we yeah. had no cameras close to that. No, no cameras, cameras only time, hunt. First time anybody laid eyes on him is when I seen him. Yep. And it's, we're talking like a 150 plus. One, yeah, 150 plus class deer. Sure. So let's talk turkey. Turkey time. Where, where turkey deer, time. Season. deer season's yeah. over. We can talk about that come August and September. Are we, are we turkey, turkey on this year? Are we going to public? Are we going to our lease? I'd like to go to the lease first weekend. That'd be awesome if we could get there the first weekend. Shed hunt, turkey hunt. Does it land on Easter? No, no the first, first, no, the first, first weekend. weekend is no, not. Easter's in May. Wait, Wait no, no, it isn't. It's in April, isn't it? It's in April. Yeah, it's in April. I should not. Easter's in April, but I think that I don't think it'll be the first weekend. It might be. I don't know. I hope not. I mean, if it does, we ain't going to be able to do it that weekend. No, but we got to get up there one weekend. Palm Sunday. Is that Easter? Good Friday. There is Easter. There you are. What, what day is it on? April 21st. I can't remember when the season starts. I don't know when the season starts either. If Apple was like outdoorsman, they would. Have it on here. That should be on there. That should be on everybody's It'd be calendar. awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. If every year, the, year the seasons, like you always know what's in, yeah. that would be so cool. Like you just type in your zip code. That, that would be, that that would be a good app to have <coughs> your own hunting calendar. Oh, and it like if it like recommended you stuff. Yeah. Like trapping's in right now. <laughs> uh, send you a text. Yeah. Hey, what you doing? Today would be a good day. Yeah. Go rabbit hunting. March 27th, they will be stalking trout. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be cool. An app that, if, if, if the government was smart, what they would do is make that app for everybody, and you literally type in your zip code, and it tells you everything that's going on. I'm talking seminars, all the classes they do, all the gun classes. Dude, if you made an app of that and turned it into like a subscription, and I'm talking a low budget, like a four four ninety nine a month, four dollars ninety nine cents a month. Every hunter outdoors I would have it. If it told me when squirrel season came in for my place, when it went out, what the bag limit was, if it gave me all that information, because it is hard to find all that stuff. It would even be cool to paint if it Somehow in that app, it was like automated, like if a boon crocodile got killed 
or hope you not feel, feel like it's stinky you want to check it out. Oh, yeah. But Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, that's kind of like yeah, their website, true. but they need to do a better job. They Yeah, they could run it like that, I think. That would be cool. I would if love you could that sign app. up for like yeah sign up for on it somehow and it sends you like I think it should send you like a text or like an email or something like it hits your phone you know hey today's the opening day of squirrel season yeah, well well if you could click the app it would show like a news feed of like what's happening right now you know what I mean yeah but like you like you're you it's get, the weekend you can you're get like on the end if you're gonna go that far yeah but you got to dig through and cipher through all oh, that yeah, crap yeah, yeah you're right so like it, we, like we kind of know what we're looking at most people don't know what the heck like if it was somebody that had their hunting license that didn't know much and they had an app like that they could click it and it would say hey, squirrel season's in right now um, yeah. trapping whatever you yeah. know so, so are we gonna try to archery hunt at all for turkeys this spring or just shotgun I don't know. It's so easy to get that shotgun out. Just <laughs> slice it off. So easy. If, if, if I, 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 I try to do it with my bow, it'll, it'll probably, probably just be out stars. After, after I've already bagged my bow. I don't even know if I want to try it. Yeah. I think I'd be more interested in the fall. Well, to me, with the bow, and I know they make a lot of broadheads that's designed like the guillotine. Mm-hmm. To shoot them in the head, mm-hmm. right? But for, for me, me, I'd probably try a body, body shot, and I don't want to run the meat, any of the yeah. meat. I would rather just have the head shot, the shotgun, have the full breast, everything, yeah. perfect condition. So. Yeah. That's kind of like, for some, there's something about deer hunting with a bow that I like, but turkey hunting with a bow is kind of like fishing with uh, crappy equipment, you know, because like, I want to catch a fish. Like I want to kill a turkey. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> handicapping yourself yeah. for no reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of I kind of see what you're saying. Like it's a turkey. <laughs> it's not a whitetail. You know what I mean? Like if I go hunting for a turkey, I just want to get the turkey. <laughs> I really don't care how I get the turkey. Here's what I want to do um, this year in turkey season. I want to go to Walmart. And, and I, I want to buy the cheapest diaphragm call that they have. I don't care if it's a double wreath that I cut in it. <laughs> you know, Maybe a single shot 20 gauge that doesn't even have choked, period, and go out there and kill a turkey with it. With the cheapest camo. You gotta do the camo too. Yeah, you gotta do the whole thing. Well, depending on the gun. Alright, let's just put the gun to the side. I know I can get a pair of boots. I can get pants, a shirt, camo gloves, camo mask, camo hat. Well, you don't really need the hat, but you can get the hat. Um, the shells. Or, or a mask. You can turkey hat or mask. Shirt. Yeah. I can get the shells. Um, that's everything. And like if you said a cheapo diaphragm call, I guarantee it you can get all that for under 150 bucks. Yeah. Then after the gun, also you're probably under 100 depending. Yeah. I basically, basically want to do a turkey hunting Walmart challenge. Um, maybe minus buying a cheap gun, but we'll include it in on the price. Yeah. We'll use a cheap gun. Yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll use a single shot. We might not have the funds to actually buy the cheap gun, but we'll like find one at Walmart and put that in on the price. Just so you know. You could have bought this, but we're Isn't that old? Isn't that old single shot 20 gauge in there? Ain't it full choke? 
I think so. I I'm think sure we have one. Full. I think we do. I know we got a, a 12 gauge. Is it? That was Papaw's. I Dad. thought it was a 20. It may be. Dad's got one. Too. I, think, I think we have two <laughs> single shot shotguns. Everybody's got a single shot shotgun. That's what I was saying the other day. Yeah. Everybody's got one of those. But I think that would be cool. It would be. So I'm telling you, I want to take this year and I want to show people how easy it is to do this crap. Anybody can do this crap. And have a blast doing it. It's easy. I, I don't even care to go out there and even try to call like a beginner would. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. the best turkey caller, oh, but I mean... Oh, you I don't, don't even have to... I don't even think we should do the cheapest mouth call. We should try to find one of them old Quaker Boy button pushes. <laughs> yep, yep, you push the button and it I does know, it. I like a call easy. <laughs> I mean, that's that's realistic. Like, okay, you... I mean, everybody going to go... That don't know what they're doing going to go buy a mouth call and just put it in their mouth and start yeah. turkey calling. Yeah, most we, people's going to, it's going to tickle their tongue and spit yeah, it out and, and say, I'm not doing that. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. Let's, let's make it real easy. It, you buy a little box with a button on it, you push the button, it makes the noise. Do you hear how confident we are right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of us. I, want, no. I really want to make this video. I do. Yeah. yeah. Go into Walmart with the camera and, say, and just start grabbing the stuff. Like, I'm getting this. Check out these pants. They're 10 bucks. This shirt's 10 bucks. These gloves are like $5. Yeah, you know, we, the little we mesh gloves. We definitely need to do that. We need to do it before season and then. That way we buy know the stuff. we have everything yeah. ready, and, yeah. and then and then in at some point we'll use that stuff. Yeah, we should definitely do that. But the, I think we should you. do that one for anybody who beats us to the punch. Yeah, I'm confident That's enough. That's pretty cool. I That's know, I know, I can use that stuff, and I know I can go kill a turkey with it. That's why I say I don't want to use a bow because right. yeah. because the random joe average guy doesn't know what he's doing it's not going to use a bow yeah he's going to use a shotgun but if you're new to hunting or something like that you need to use what's easy you don't need to try to start out bow hunting out of a blind for turkeys because the things are ninjas you shoot at them they duck flinch and bob around see we've been talking about making the decision as to whether to buy um a decent pretty nice quality video camera or you know camcorder and that's kind of the reason why i wanted to not to go out there and film hunts like we're professional but like literally take the viewers along the ride with us and say hey we're going to blow our alcohol blow the alcohol it gobbles this is what we're going to do now we're yeah. going to go straight towards this bird about 100 yards watch and we're going to sit down yeah. and watch us I'm, I'm not, not doing, doing this because I'm cool. I'm, I'm going to show you how to do this with the cheapest crap that you can buy at Walmart. Yeah. Check, Check it out. Yum, 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 yum. Hammer's on it. Here he comes. Heart's pounding. Boom. Look how much fun you just Try had. It on, you and know, you've got all the flash. equipment to do it again next year. Oh, yeah. One time buy. Yep. That's the right. best thing about hunting. You buy the crap for it once and you've got it. And then this is part one. Except the Be waiting for part two. We're going to show you how to clean this bird. Get it on the like, yep. I, mean, I mean, that's, that's what, what people want to see. see. They, they want to see, see how to just go out there, there kill it. Yeah. Actual, Actual tips, tips, not out there, you know, skipping, skipping through the parts where you mess up, and then here comes a huge deer, deer boom, you're dead. Yeah. Well, well, we had yeah, all the perfect, perfect equipment, equipment, everything went perfect. perfect. We were they, they didn't show all the mess ups. Yeah. I just want to be real about it. And show bypass. the complete situation. This is what really happened. This yeah. is what really happened. I'm out there at 6 o'clock. I had a fajitas last night. My stomach's killed me. 
I'll be back, back in two. Hope we will start calling Bird. Guys, I am dying. <laughs> that happens more times than not. Yes, but man, y'all are so right about that, though, man. You, that, that's what we need to do. Yeah, I because people, like, idea. if you watch any of that garbage, that is realistic. Yeah, anything you watch, though, I ain't. And no. that's why I wanted so wanted the video yeah. camera in the first place. It's not. Yeah. We're professional, professional film out there. We're, we're doing these crazy edits. No, no it's, it's like beginner, beginner part one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Sorry for, for the screw ups, but you will laugh. laugh. You know, like, like I'm mean, gonna just, just be funny and real about it. Watch us actually hunt. Yeah. With with bull crap Walmart equipment that you could buy today. That's, that's what people. people that's like. like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, I, I would you know how many people? You know how many people you can watch shoot a stinking turkey with like the. Oh, uh, video Benelli. after video yeah. after video. Yeah. It's new Benelli Super Black Hawk or Black Eagle, whatever they're called. I'm pretty sure it's Super Black Eagle. New Benelli Super Black Eagle 3, man. I just uh, just love my Benelli. <laughs> well, it's, it's just, just like, like with gag. Like, and this is a complete different realm of what we're talking about, but like music. If somebody, if somebody comes, comes out, out with a new song and they, they get all the auto tone on it, all the editing on it, that's, that's not, not the video I want to watch. Show me the acoustic session. Show me the mess ups, the raspy in their voice. That's, that's what, what I want to see—the real version of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the same thing with mine. Just show me what actually happened. Let me follow along with you. I think it's funny and it's cool. All of our favorite is all our favorite people is probably Bone Collector. Yeah, and then, and then second collectively, for me, right? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Across the board, yeah. And then second for me, I, I would, would probably go the hunting public just because they keep it real. They're, they're pulling up in the blue egg car, you know. They're not wealthy at this point. They're probably going to end up being because people. These guys are young, aren't they? How old are they? They're probably a few years older than us, but are they really older than us? No, 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 some, some of them's younger than that. Ted guy looks like he's 15 or 16. Yeah, he's not He's not as old as us. He's got a little bit of stash. That one guy, he cracks me up. I don't know I don't know their names. Jake. Maybe. He has a mullet. He has a mustache. Yeah, he's, he's cool as <laughs> crap, man. That's why I like them. They just... They just, they just got, got there. They're real. I mean, they they're doing, they're doing what... They're doing what people should do. Yeah, they go to Wisconsin. If you, if you kill, kill a two-year-old deer in Wisconsin, you have a trophy. Because there's, there's that many hunters up there, and there's that, that much deer pressure. So, so what do they do? They don't, don't climb a tree stand and like, yeah, we're waiting on this big five and a half. We know he's been in here. We've been seeing him on the cameras. No. They get like 20 guys, 20 rifles, and they do deer drives. And they're just mowing them down like, heck yeah, you just killed a spike. Let's get this baby cleaned out. They're just having a blast. That's what it's all about, man. I would watch that so many more times than I would watch <laughs> you know, some, I mean, they're, they're wearing, wearing a bogging like you're wearing, blaze orange, no orange vest, which, which I, don't I don't think, think is required. Maybe it's backwards. Maybe they're, they're wearing an orange vest and not a bogging. And they're wearing a flannel shirt, not camouflage. Having fun. Blue dude. jeans. Yeah, real and fun. And getting some meat. I mean, it's just, that's, that's what I do. That's where I want this thing to go. It's just same. Organic, real, one hundred percent real, funny, just funny. Like that video of me picking that deer up on my back and me falling around on the ground. 
That was we could we could have edited that, that out. Yeah, I could have cut that out and made made myself look like a macho man. Yeah. Rolled that deer up on my back and by then, myself. And then when the person goes out there and actually tries it, I yeah, they're like, was cool. I want that to try dude it. was a beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually wallowed around the ground. Yeah, it actually took me pig. fifteen minutes to get up off the ground yeah. before I took off running. Yeah. After I got that stupid thing up, my legs are quivering. Hard. That's real. We're real people. You gotta keep it that way. It's fun. Gotta keep it legit. So today I went to the National Wild Turkey Federation in Nashville, Tennessee. We were supposed to talk about that. We had we had a blast. It was probably there's probably more people there this year than I've only been one other time, but today it was ridiculous compared to the last time I was there. Um, and it was super crowded. There's a lot of cool people there, and then some people that wasn't keeping it real that I just kind of bypassed their booth because I wasn't interested. Like the coolest, the coolest dude that I even talked to there is like he makes custom calls. He's redneck from Mississippi, and he had a turkey call that he has patented. I've never seen a call like this ever before. He's got like a stick that pretty much looks like a big pencil like pretty big around mm -hmm. and then he's got what kind of looks like the top or the bottom of a box call except one side's cut out and it's got a little paddle and he takes a stick and he just like rubs the paddle on top of the stick it's kind of just like a turkey and they're like 10 bucks and handmade what's his name I got, I got his card i got his card i want to look into that well i'm saying like he's cool because he's just real like he's selling them for cheap he's hand making them like that was awesome but we seen so you bypassed yeah some, i did some not so real people i did yeah there's a few that we that we even follow on instagram i just kind of bobbed and weaved a little because it was just the people like with the cameras out like we're so cool check us out yeah. they had these huge deer there that was just so we're better than you and we know it yeah but, like, all the real people I talked to, they were cool. The guys from uh, Small Town Hunting were awesome. I talked to them. Um, talked to T-Bone from Bone Collector. Coolest guy around. He literally talked to me for, like, 15 minutes. Had a huge line behind me. He didn't even care. Like, he wanted to get to him, and I wasn't trying to be a hog or anything. But, like, T-Bone and the Bone Collector crew have been hunting literally, like, 15 minutes from our house. And we were talking about that area that they had been hunting and stuff. And then um, we finally got to meet uh, two of the members from Hunter's Plan. I talked to them for about 30 minutes, had a really good conversation. And uh, we support them and everything they do. And then they're uh, returning the favor on that. So that was a conversation that we wanted to have with them just to kind of touch base and get to meet them face to face. Because so far we've only um, been communicating with them through social media. So it was cool to see some of the people that we've been communicating with on social media in real life but i mean i got a lot of free stuff today and that's if you <laughs> that's never if you goes. never if you are a turkey hunter or even want to get into turkey hunting and you need to go to nashville tennessee when they're having the national wild turkey federation just walk around and just get all the free stuff because it is it's a blast yeah just talk to people i had fun the time i went that was back when I hated drives, though. I really don't mind them now. 
And then and I, I went, went to, to uh, it was just like, like 30 minutes, but I went to the senior um, national championship for the turkey column. That was cool. Beasts. They were absolutely beasts with a, uh, with a mouth call. But what I liked best about it, best guy there, dude, the crowd like literally went insane, was from Mount Sterling, Kentucky. So he's a Kentucky boy, and he... Gosh, he made the crowd go man, wild. Like his kicky <laughs> run, his purr was stupid. They, they were doing. It was a really, really tough, tough sequence too, because like the first one's like a tree yelp, the hen still on the tree, then they had to do the fly down cackle, and then go into like a feeding sequence, like the hen's already flown down, and then she's just kind of chirping around. And then the second part of it um, was a Jake yelp, and that's hard to do to make it sound right. And then it was fighting Jake's. And then, and then it was, it was a fight and purr. And, and dude, dude, like, that, that guy just laid down on that call. It was like, just crazy. It literally, literally sounded like two turkeys just sitting there purring and flapping their wings, but dude, he crushed it. I hope he won. I had to, we had to leave before they announced he won, but he was good. But yeah, check it out. National Wild Turkey. Did he get a standing ovation? Yeah. Well, a few people. It's so funny. Do it again. Yeah. People getting up, clapping. Like, it was funny. Michael Waddell was like the the host of like that turkey calling competition and it's just funny he's really down to earth he's like dang man that was some good calling right there i ain't heard calling in georgia like that well since i was calling <laughs> but well, i mean we had a really good time i like, I like them guys I don't, the, pretty much the ones I don't like are the ones that try to make a living out of it. Yeah. Just try to right. make a living out of it. Like lifetime politicians, or, you know, yeah. like career politicians, or like career outdoors people that try to do it. The, the people will pick who needs to be a career outdoors person. Right. Like Michael Waddell. Right. I don't really think he asked for it, you know. No, I think that he's... He just... Deserving what he does and people like him. Yeah. I think he's very deserving to kind of be the ring leader, if you will. I mean, they pretty much are the top dogs, in my opinion. When people go to the National Turkey Federation, of course, where's all the electric boots at? Yeah. And uh, there's, there's other, other people, people too that are really good. They yeah. See, but I mean, yeah. people really look up to them just because, again, they're just real, just normal people. But I'm at an hour and five. That's pretty good. Y'all want to call it? Yeah, we'll call it. Uh, you want to talk about maybe when the next thing that we'll be doing will be maybe another podcast, a giveaway. We need to do another giveaway. Oh, there will be another giveaway from something on this podcast. Yeah. Do you have it in your head? No. I'll have to listen back and pick something again, but I will come up with another good one. You hear that? Hogan's going to do a giveaway, so you better have memorized everything we said. <laughs> we, we, need, we need to give away some more um, turkey calls, too. Just, just a separate giveaway aside from the mystery trivia quiz of the podcast. Yeah. Um, just to get some of the people that don't follow us involved. I agree. What, more turkey calls and stuff? Yeah. Are you doing anything oh, yeah, it's else? Time for, it's time for some more giveaways. We ain't doing nothing else, are we? I don't think. No. It's about time to start fishing, <laughs> turkey hunting and stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, we, we'll probably be piddling around doing some small stuff. We'll I'd like to get podcasts. some kind of a video out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's long to do. That's yeah, long to do. Yeah. We need to do something for sure on YouTube. Y'all already take my... Huh? Patreon. Yeah, we got Patreon. I think that uh, maybe do an Insta story or a post um, on ideas as to what they want the next video to be. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, what do you want to see? Tell us. Tricks. Stupid. I don't care do what it is. Funny video. Yeah, see me shoot a, something explosive with my bow at 100 yards. Actually killing something. Yeah. yeah. Are you bloodthirsty? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? You want to watch me eat something? I don't know. I mean, you tell me what to do. I'll I really did. I did pop. It popped through my mind of taking a whole back strap and smoking it and just trying to eat the whole thing in one sitting. Uh, I could have come, come close with that one that, that I cooked the other It was so good. I wonder how much that weighs, though. Always on tell That's probably like four or five pounds of meat. Well, <clears throat> pretty, I pretty much think that we've covered everything. We'll roll out another podcast. We don't have to do hour ones like this every time. We'll just crank out um, some small ones in the mornings or something. Yeah. We'll definitely have another one 20, coming. 30 minute episodes. I think we we could do them weekly. Weekly episodes. Yeah, we'll get a lot more consistent with these past few weeks have just been crazy for all of us. And we apologize for that. But we'll try to work on our consistency as far as. Um, you know, YouTube videos, podcasts. The consistency will rise. For sure. The giveaway will rise. Yeah, we've kind of even slacked off on that. We've slacked off on everything. Every facet of my life I've slacked off on except that house. Anybody that don't know, I'm building that house. When I say I'm building that house, I am building that house. The only thing I hired was plumbing. So... <laughs> Uh, well, that's, that's one, one thing, thing you want to make sure that works. Yeah, you, you don't want to flush your commode and turd launch back out of it <laughs> on you or something. Oh, and I don't know how to plumb, which, so I hired that done. But yep, that's the podcast, Hunter's Blend. Thanks for the coffee. Thanks for the mugs. I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. Over and out. I'm going to bed. Let's do it. Let's do it. Good night.